Dan John Miller is well known around Detroit's local music scene for several country-influenced ensembles, like Goober and the Peas, which Jack White once drummed for, Two Star Tabernacle, and the beloved gothic country group Blanche. While Blanche never officially broke up, they have been noticeably absent from the Detroit area stages for several years, until tonight when they're gonna reunite for Detroit Public Television's presentation of the Detroit Country Music Spectacular at the Crowfoot in Pontiac. The massive celebration of Detroit's country music scene is in honor of DPTV's premiere of Country Music. That's the new Ken Burns documentary that's airing this Sunday, September 15th. Over several nights, it is, I think, 16 hours long. So it is the ultimate deep dive into the history of country music as only Ken Burns could do it. Miller will be there alongside another local songwriter, Ryan Weiss, Ronnie Tibbs, who recently performed in our studios. Happy to have him. Not only did Tibbs and Miller produce a few short films about Detroit's country music legacy for the event, but they were able to corral an impressive lineup of Southeast Michigan's finest country, including the Volbeats, Frontier Ruckus reuniting, Libby DeCamp, and more. Culture Shift's Amanda LeClaire sat down with Dan and Ryan to discuss how the opportunity to team up with Detroit Public Television came about and why they decided to celebrate the region's country music legacy with this huge night of music going on tonight at the Crowfoot. Ed Moore from uh, Detroit Public TV contacted me and knowing that I have a fondness and an addiction to country music uh, that I've always had for whatever I've been involved with, you know, he said, hey, would you help me? and help DPTV, you know, we're trying to come up with an idea for this event to, to celebrate this and get the word out. And one thing they wanted to do was to appeal to people who maybe don't ordinarily watch PBS. And uh, so I think that was one of the things like, like you know, instead of doing it in Detroit where more people do it, what about we do it in, in, in another city like in Pontiac, which is still part of Metro Detroit. And that was perfect for where our company is too. And uh, and that was that was just the idea. It was just like, you know, we could just have a more typical thing, but let's get friends of ours who are, you know, in country bands or country influence bands. Let's get some people we don't know. Let's just figure out. And there were a bunch of bands and acts we talked to, and some people were out of uh, town touring. Some people weren't available. A lot of uh, the old timers I used to know have passed away. Um, we talked to Craig Mackey, who uh, wrote a book called uh, Detroit Country Music, A History of Detroit Country Music, along with uh, Keith Cady. And those two guys have helped us a lot, and they're going to be performing and selling their book on Wednesday night. It's a really great book that gives a thorough uh, history of just just how country music evolved and how unique it was and how how everything came you know, from people moving up here for the automotive industry and uh but just also how fly by night it was as far as just all right we're going to do this we're going to get these dances together here's this radio station here's these music shops this is going to keep people entertained people who miss their home down south and they're here and they can band together and this is detroit's own take on it you know whether it's more electric guitars mixed with fiddles and steel guitars and everything like that so there's a lot of a lot of history there and some of the old timers used to be around and a lot those guys said the same thing a lot of the uh, a lot of those people have passed on unfortunately so 
We did the best we could to just get a real weird mix, and it's ambitious because it's just going to be a song or two from everybody, and we're just going to go quickly, 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 and vaudeville, we might have to get the vaudeville cane out and yank people off, and, you know. We might equip the audience with tomatoes if they don't like a particular act, but uh, it's going to be kind of uh, hopefully some some successful chaos instead of a entertaining catastrophe because we've got the saline fiddlers philharmonic which has like i don't know 15 to 20 teenage fiddlers are going to come out we've got about 20 square dancers from the tri-county squares and we did check do background checks to make sure they do represent wayne oakland and macomb <laughs> and to make sure there's nobody from man yeah, they might have somebody from washington but i don't know yeah, i guess it'd be reluctantly right. <laughs> and then also some clogged dance you know so just we're just going to try to just really do a variety of stuff and keep people entertained and have some spirit to it there was uh you know they had a, a one on last night on PBS that was much more polished i think and this is going to be hopefully a hot mess <laughs> well you don't get to see uh, uh, too many celebrations of of this genre of music here in metro detroit um so often as you see other ones Okay, so besides the many, many groups who are going to be recording, who we're going to get to in a moment, there's also going to be some films that uh, you guys have created as well, right, Ryan? Yeah, so we um, we created a uh, video that kind of um, shows what it meant for uh, people that came up from Tennessee or Kentucky or Virginia up, you know, to work in the auto industry and how they brought their culture and their music with them. Um, so we have kind of an intro video that'll show the viewers and the people at the at the event what it meant um, to bring country into Metro Detroit. Um, along with that, there will be some clips that will be played from the Ken Burns documentary, um, which would be exciting. And then we have another clip um, that we put together from the Kentuckians of Michigan Festival that we went to in Romulus last month. Dan, looking back on your previous groups, and Ronnie, considering your recent solo album was kind of this mix of all sorts of genres, being involved in this fest, what does what does country music mean to both of you? To me, it just means honesty and entertainment, I think, and storytelling, you know, which is something that we feel about, you know, as far as anytime, you know, you're doing a short film or a short video project. I have that from doing audiobook narration, just storytelling is locked in my brain. And I think that that's the thing, whether it is old blues music or, you know, folk music, it's all it's all there with a story. And uh, like we're going to do a, a Blanche song, I imagine that, you know, is like a murder ballad, you know, and that's people say, you know, it, which always makes me kind of puzzled when, when people get really mad about hip hop and violence and songs about murder and death and it's like look at these old country songs and we don't even we don't even have to take the blame for it because they came a lot of these murder ballads came from the british isles so we can blame the limeys you know it's really not our fault so i but i but i think overall that's it is just the you know the rawness of the music and uh and the storytelling and the uh the honest emotion and uh i think i think that's that's the big thing with uh country music it's definitely not just going up there and staring at your feet and playing a song. Yeah, it's it's really uh, revealing. I think I there's a recent Malcolm Gladwell podcast of his uh, series Revisionist History where he talks about the top country songs of all time versus the top rock and roll songs of all time, and the top country songs are all so sad, <laughs> right. so sad, but uh, but cathartic. You yeah. know, 
I just I wonder that like with listening to the you know the original Carter family like there is just has always been something or you know the first time I heard Hank Williams Sr. where it just cuts right into you and then just kind of softens whatever that pain is that you're relating to or you're feeling and uh, that is you know that is country music to me. Yeah. Ryan, I want to put that question to you. Uh, how does what does country music mean to you personally, and how does it uh, affect your your writing as a, an artist? Honestly, um, I've this experience with this Ken Burns you know piece. I've learned a lot about country music. I have more of a rock and roll background, um, but I've learned a lot about you know kind of Eastern country bluegrass and what it meant for people and one of the biggest takeaways for me besides the storytelling is the instrumentation i think um just the power of the fiddle mandolin double bass and just all wrapped around one microphone singing and how powerful that is um i really enjoyed kind of learning about you know that approach and just how passionate people are about it dan let's talk about some of the groups that are going to be performing all right so uh blanche will be performing and again everybody's just going to do a couple songs i think um our label mates from uh, Loose Music in, in London, Frontier Ruckus, will be playing. Our dear friends, the Volbeats, who have been around for a long time and had known those guys, and they have always had a real affinity for country music and mixing it with, you know, beautiful harmonies, tons of reverb, of course, and, uh, and you know, just, just their heart has always been into country music, so we felt like they had to be part of that, and fortunately they were available. Craig Bones Mackey, who I mentioned, who uh, wrote this fantastic book with Keith Cady about the history of Detroit country music. He'll be playing a woman named Candy Miller, who's uh, actually, hopefully we can't be sued, but I think she technically lives in Toledo right now, but she is a, a fantastic country singer, and she's, you know, she's, she's a little bit more on the veteran side of things, and I think she's going to be fantastic. Uh, I mentioned uh, earlier the Saline Fiddlers Philharmonic, which are the teenage fiddlers who are like a, a gang ready to attack, so we're going to make sure that <laughs> they're ushered in and out without provocation or altercation. Aaron Jonah Lewis, who is this fantastic fiddler and banjo uh, player, and he's going to, I think he's probably going to start the show, and uh, he's he's just a really talented guy. He's also going to be playing fiddle for the Commonwealth Cloggers, which is a clog dancing troupe. They're going to come out. We've got also the Tri-County Squares, which is a, a heap of people from the Tri-Counties who are square dancers. Ethan Daniel Davidson uh, is going to be playing with his combo. Uh, Libby DeCamp is going to be playing with her combo. I guess combo is the way you say it. And uh, Libby and Ethan are both, you know, people who have their heart and soul into country music and it reflects in their music too and um i think that covers everybody so we're pretty excited about it and then you know like as as uh ryan was saying the clips from the ken burns piece we, we've got the ones that we produced and uh we're, we're excited so i think it'll be pretty good yeah sounds like a great night yeah i think uh you know and i think but to your point earlier too i was gonna say you know you don't hear about that as much for detroit country and it, you know, in the history of it. And I think one of the things is there's never been that huge breakout star from Detroit where you think of, you know, like, oh, yeah, he was from Detroit. So that, But instead, there's just always been these fringes of people, like the Kentuckians of Michigan, who we did this uh, one video for, 
this organization has been around forever. They have their own building down in Romulus. They all get together almost every week, have these concerts, and they're all rooted in the South. But they're Michiganders, and they're proud Michiganders. This is their home. But they connect, and they talked when we interviewed them, a lot of them, because they're getting older, about spouses dying and how, you know, they kind of lean on each other, not only with the music, but with their friendship and everything, because they've all moved up here. And it helps them get through tough times. And uh, so there's a huge bluegrass foundation up in uh, in Flint. It's it's all over the state. So it's pretty cool that even though there hasn't been the big famous star from Michigan or Detroit, there are just you know senior citizens groups, younger people, the festivals, and even I mean it's not really something uh, that I'm that aware of. But like with the hoedown and the younger country artists. It's, you know, it's it's huge and it's out there, but it's always been on the fringes. But I guess if you collectively, they could probably take over the state if we're not careful. <laughs> and I did notice in looking up something on, like, Wikipedia, it was funny for, I can't remember what I was trying to find out, but, you know, it's, you've got R&B, you've got rock and roll, you've got, you know, garage rock, you know, everything, jazz, and there's nothing about country music, you know, when it comes to Detroit. So hopefully this shines a little bit of light on it. That was Dan John Miller, longtime Detroit musician and founder of Gothic Country Ensemble Blanche who will re- reunite tonight at the Crowfoot in Pontiac 